In this episode, Ken Schumann and a group of faith walkers reflect on the topic of patience. This conversation was originally recorded in October of 2020. We want to remind you that Faith Walking's mission is to make wholeness possible for individuals, communities, and the world. Visit us at www.faithwalking.us. That's www.faithwalking.us. Join this conversation. We are working our way through the fruit of the Spirit, thanks to Tammy and her suggestion. Uh, and, uh, and it was fascinating today, uh, this week, to think about patience. And um, so patience is a fruit of the Spirit. And I think Laura said this on the very first the very first time we were talking about fruit of the spirit is that okay if i if i'm a christian a follower of jesus then i have the spirit then therefore i have the fruit in me and i really believe that's true and so then as i think about patience you know we always laugh well don't pray and ask god for patience because then he'll put you in some situation where you have to be patient and you don't want to be and all of that kind of thing uh you know what i don't think we have to pray for patience i think patience has been given us we simply have to access the patience that we have uh i wrote in the material uh i think patience is a skill that we can learn so we can learn to be patient, but it takes intentional effort to be patient. And uh, after I'd already submitted this, see, this is the part that you missed by those early submittals. Uh, I had some more thoughts and uh, they're not in the handout, but, but here's the deal. So patience is the fruit of the spirit. Impatience is the fruit of anxiety. The fruit of anxiety is impatience. So I'm anxious and therefore I need to hurry up. I'm anxious and therefore I need to defend myself. I'm anxious uh, for a variety of reasons. And so here, here's the other parts that I added here. When, when I'm impatient, I react in anger. And just a reminder, all this is faith walking language. So managing anxiety, as you remember, is a key component to emotional maturity, to self-differentiation. So when I'm impatient, I just give in to my anxiety and I react out of anger. When I'm impatient, I give in to my impulses and I give up and quit. This is just too hard. It's too much work. It, it's too painful. And so I just give up or I numb myself. When I'm impatient, I give in to my anxiety and I overfunction for other people and I rescue them rather than allowing them to do their own work and take responsibility for themselves. And so it, what was really fascinating for me, folks, in this study was how, how patience connects to all of the work we do in faith walking. 
growing in emotional maturity, growing uh, in self-differentiation, learning to manage anxiety in healthy ways, learning to respond based on my best thinking rather than reacting out of my anxiety. And so the way that, uh, that that shows up is I'm patient. So the word patient, uh, patience actually uh, is translated from the Greek, long suffering. So when I'm managing my anxiety, I can suffer long. I can be patient when people irritate me. I can be patient when people do things that make me reactive. I can be patient to grow and to learn. I can be patient not to fix other people. And yeah, so all of that was just really, really fascinating for me. Uh, I connected it to faith walking in, in three ways, and I've already kind of alluded to them. Patience is the capacity for self-regulation. So when I'm patient, I can learn to manage my anxiety and not just react to my impulses. Uh, when I'm patient, it means I don't have to have a quick fix to every problem that I face, but that I can face the challenge, even though uh, it, it may not feel good or be easy to begin with. And when I'm patient, I have the capacity to tolerate increasing amounts of emotional discomfort that occur both in me and in the people that I love. And all of those three ideas are, are big key faith walking ideas. So just, just this idea that, okay, one of the fruit of the spirit gets fleshed out in, in some really different language uh, in the way we talk about it in faith walking, but patience is managing anxiety. So I think that's all I'm going to say. Um, I do like the fact uh, that patience is a form of action. So being patient is not inaction, it's action. It's me choosing not to react out of my impulses, but rather to respond based on my best thinking. And in order to get at my best thinking, what do I have to do? I have to, I have to slow down, I have to stop, and I have to get my thinking working again. Because when I get anxious, I get stupid. And so when I get anxious and I get stupid, I quit listening and I quit being patient. So what's that stir up? What thoughts do you have related to that? Yeah, just um, accessing that patience. We have it inside us. Mm -hmm. God created us, you know, wonderfully and fearfully. And we've got everything we need. He's equipped us. Mm -hmm. It's actually accessing that. Uh, he also rightly so equipped us with an emotional brain because he is, he's an emotional God. Mm -hmm. um, and when we are, when we're challenged to call upon patience, um, our hum in our humanity, our emotional brain kicks in straight away. And that impatience mm -hmm. can very easily uh, flare up. So I would really like to look at some ways of, um, calling on that patience, some, mm -hmm. I don't know, triggers that we have that we can say, I recognize this. So this is what I have to do. Right. I mean, the obvious is stop and give it to the Lord. 
Right. Uh, right. Um, but perhaps we could, I don't know, discuss some good ways around that. Yeah. Well, uh, and one of the things I want to say, Mags, is stay in the faith walking modules because we're going to have a whole module on that. Yeah, okay. I intend to, Ken. <laughs> module three. Uh, absolutely. Uh, what, what I believe about this, though, is that uh, in our lives, you know, I mean, you know from module one, Mags, we, we've learned ways to protect ourselves. Yeah. And when we get when we get anxious and what what's happened is we've developed habits of reactivity. Mm. Yeah. So we've developed these habits over our lifetime of, okay, when I get anxious, this is the way I react. And impatience is one of them. I, I hear people all the time, even Christian people say, oh, well, I'm just not patient at all. I have no patience. Mm -hmm. And and it's easy to fall into that trap. And so I want to I want to again use faith walking language and say, and that's a lie. Yeah. If, if what we really believe is that God's spirit has equipped us with patience, well, it's not that I'm not patient. What, what, it, what I think it means is I've just developed habits of impatience. Yeah. And so it takes practice and intention to break those habits. I think one of the things for me that really helps is when I – when I can develop the capacity to recognize when I'm anxious. Mm -hmm. Because if I can recognize, if, if, if I can see, if I can feel, and by the way, anxiety shows up as a feeling. And if I can recognize when I'm anxious, then for me, I like to describe that as whatever feeling I get when I'm anxious, that's the early warning signal. Yeah that I'm about to do what I always do when I get anxious. Yeah. And one, and one of the ways I'm, I show up when I'm anxious is I get impatient. I, I want to react to somebody verbally. Well, that's still impatience. See, if I've, if got, if I've got to react verbally that I can't be patient and let it work out. If I, if I uh, get anxious because I'm not progressing as, as rapidly as I want to, then my tendency is, okay, and I just want this over with. Just let me take the pill. Give me two aspirin. Give me the magic ferret, whatever. I just don't want to have to struggle with this anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and all of those things. So for me, identifying the feeling that occurs within me and then recognizing my greatest need in this moment is just to stop. Yeah. To stop myself from doing what I normally do. Uh, there's a little quote in the movie Alice in Wonderland by the rabbit. And the rabbit says, don't just do something, stand there. Mm. And I, I love that quote and I love that phrase. And it's really helpful for me when I'm trying to learn to manage anxiety. And, and so I, I'm going to give you three things, Mags, that are really helpful for me. So identify what does anxiety feel like, recognize that's the early warning sign. Second thing, develop the capacity to stop yourself. And you may not be able to do it in the moment at first, but, but do it in, in reflection after the fact and, and learn that way. And, and then what we want to do is we want to get our brain going and thinking. Yeah. 
because yeah. our because our the the thinking part of our brain shuts down when we get anxious and we go into reactive reptilian mode. And so what I want to do is think. And one of the things I can think about is, okay, rather than reacting out of my anxiety and being impatient, I'm going to choose patience. And it's going to be hard. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And in spite of the fact that it's hard and it's uncomfortable, I'm choosing it because God has given me the power to choose patience. And it is how I want to respond in this moment. Yeah. I, 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 um, I'm glad that uh, I, I get the, you know, to stop, you know, what is it that's triggering and stop. And I have managed to, you know, dig my heels in and turf up the soil to stop myself before. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad you went on to the thinking, you know, right. re-engage your brain. Uh, right. Because one of the things that I'm aware of is that I might look like I'm being patient from the outside. But inside my head saying, oh, my goodness, I wish they'd get to the point or, you know, and then you're not engaging with that person. Right. And you're, you're in your head. You, yeah. You, you're in your own head. Yeah. And then you miss that opportunity to perhaps learn something mm -hmm. crucial about that individual or about a circumstance because you haven't engaged the thinking again. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thank you. You've made that very clear and quite good. good simple steps there. I experienced this yesterday with my son. I'm teaching him to drive right now, which is excruciatingly <laughs> day six was yesterday. It's excruciatingly uh, anxiety ridden for me. I mean, he, he thinks he can just do it and do it well and never driven a car in his life, you know, up until this past few weeks. And Yesterday, I, I was get, I was starting to get impatient, starting to get very anxious right at the get go, uh, which I haven't been like that. But he just was getting a little overconfident and overcompensating. And I had to tell him several times. I knew my anxiety was rising. I felt it. My heart was like pounding. And I said, you need to pull over. You need to pull over. I need to get out of the car and breathe. Just let me breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, because I had said a couple of times, I said, you know what, this is it. We got to do this a different day. I can't do this. And, um, but stopping and just getting out and yes, breathing. I was able to, after a few minutes, okay, because he got upset. He said, I'm never going to learn. I said, yes, you are. <laughs> just <laughs> be patient with me. <laughs> you know, so. Right. I was able to get back in the vehicle after I calmed down and, and he did really well. And I was able to teach him without losing my temper. Cause I, I, that was what was boiling in me was forget it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But I liked what you said about that Good. stopping to, you know, I've had to do that several yeah. times this past month. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're asking for him to stop and let you get out and breathe. Was, was that, let, let me collect myself. That's what it's about. Um, yeah, good. So, so I think this is really important. You are not a victim to impatience. You're not powerless. You know, we, we think it, it, impatience is not just the way you are. I think impatience is how you've learned to be how I've learned to be. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm impatient. My father was horribly impatient. 
I learned to be impatient. Uh, but if God has given me patience, and if one of the fruit of the Spirit is patience, and by the way, and if one of the evidences of love is patience, if part of the clothing of Christ is to put on patience, then I want to put on patience and, uh, and be patient with others, with my circumstances, and with myself. I want to be patient in all three, three areas, and, and I can do it, and you can do it. We have the power. Would you equate impatience with anxiety? as almost synonymous? Well, um, I think impatience is one of the things we do when we, when we get anxious. Yeah. I mean, so if you want to make it, if you want to say the other it, way around too, when I'm impatient, I start getting anxious. True. I, I think for me, the way, I mean, and it's okay for you to see it any way you want, Tammy. I think I see it as the stimulus of my impatience is anxiety for me. There's just always, okay, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, if I, when I'm impatient, I can look back and say, and, and my impatience makes me more anxious. It increases my anxiety. But for me, I, I think it just, it, yeah, it, it, it always is a result of, okay, I'm anxious about something. There's a sense of threat. So I'm either threatened by an individual and I need to react to them to protect myself, or I'm threatened by my circumstances and so I need to change them, or, or there's the threat of someone I love is going to struggle and I can't bear the weight of them struggling so I jump in and rescue them. That's why I kind of outlined it in those three ways. But uh, yeah, but I, but I don't know that that's right at all. It's just the way I, I'm seeing it. Go ahead, Tammy. In either case, that manifests, at least for me, so physically. Mm -hmm. Right. It was one of the most helpful upfront faith walking lessons for me is hitting pause to identify mentally what is physically happening in those impatient and or anxious moments. Right. The, the, the gut, the breathing, the, the fidgety, whatever, whatever the physical manifestation is, I am quicker to recognize it and then tr attempt to re-engage that prefrontal cortex, that, mm -hmm. that, that front mobile thinking again. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's just it's brazen in its mm. physical manifestations. It is. I wonder even right now in this conversation, if anybody notices any anxiety in you. Oh, I wish we'd hurry up and get to the small groups because I want to talk. Or oh, I wish he would say this, or I, oh, I, so I just want to invite you to be observant of yourself because uh, I'll acknowledge I've got some anxiety and, and it's wanting to show up as impatience. Okay, we need to get to the next thing. Okay, Ken, you need to get to this. So it's even in little moments like this that anxiety shows up and, we, and we're challenged. Okay, can I, okay, can I choose to be different? Yeah, really helpful, Tammy. Yeah, Laura. I was thinking, I like um, thinking about patience as an action 
happen. Because I think a lot of times we think of patients as passive, that it's just waiting for something else. Right. Um, so I like thinking of it in as action. I don't really like thinking of it as suffering long. That was thumbs down on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you know, I was thinking about like systems theory with the idea of the more differentiated you are, um, then you, the more room you have to choose between your feeling and your rational thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that requires some patience because right. then you have to have time to think, am I going to be reactive in this moment when I'm tense or anxious, or am I going to take a step back? Um, so I thought really for us to be more differentiated, we need to have patience so that we can make those choices between reacting and, and trying to be more logical and do something that aligns mm -hmm. with our principles. Yeah, for sure. I, I shared with y'all early on in this pandemic, uh, I, I, I kind of wrote myself a guiding principle just for the pandemic. Um, that's very simple and based on the love, love chapter in scripture. And it's, and it's this guiding principle. I am patient and I am kind. And it helps me to write things down and have, uh, which it, it's, it's also could be referred to as a positive declaration. I'm declaring how I want to be in the world. And that declaration is, um, is what I hope to be. It's not all of my practice. But when I write it as a declaration, it reminds me, this is, this is who I am. This is who I want to be. And so I am patient. And it's really been helpful for me. So when I'm tempted to be impatient, I remind myself I have a uh, guiding principle that says different. So anything else about patience you want to talk about? What became evident to me chatting to our small group is that there are people that um, are impatient with themselves because of an imposed circumstance. Um, like um, you have had an operation on your leg or your foot and you, you mm -hmm. can't walk. You're not mm -hmm. meant to walk big feet so it can heal properly. Right. This, this situation is imposed on you. Yeah. For good outcomes. Uh, and sometimes not. Sometimes you have something that causes you to, one of the things we were just saying to Carol was, you know, how frustrating it is that you actually can't speak. Right. And, uh, you know, how impatient do you feel about it? And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. your sign language and use the chat, you know, um, yeah. uh, that, that's, that's really all. I just wanted to highlight that aspect of it. Um, mm -hmm. I think actually the tools required to, um, to dip into the patience that is already within you are probably the same anyway, whether you're being impatient with yourself or whether you're being mm -hmm. impatient with anybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or a circumstance. So, but yeah. I think so. But I really think that those times when you are imposed, it, it's an imposed um, situation on you that causes you to be impatient that, um, it really does. If you if you dig in deep, it really does produce um, perseverance, and endurance, and perseverance, mm -hmm. uh, as the as scripture tells us. So mm -hmm. nothing found there, just an observation. Yeah, 
Good. Thank you for yeah. it. Yeah, that's really good, Mags. Thanks to think about it as as sometimes. I mean, I know there's lots of times when I get super impatient when I've had an injury and I'm impatient myself. And I think it's it also just relates to this this kind of imposition of this pandemic and all that comes with it, mm -hmm. right? And and it, I think it kind of speaks more to that feeling of being so impatient in like something that has been imposed on you that there's literally nothing you can do about except wait and cope and manage your anxiety and those sorts of things and i that is a testament to if you can if you can endure this then there is a perseverance that has to ensue there, there's got to be kind of those additional eventually kind of um i guess learnings that occur but i think that's really helpful for me to see this as you know how am i being impatient right now because it was something that's been imposed on me mm -hmm. really it's a lockdown and, and pandemic and how am i able then to keep perspective and not like choosing to not to to not feel like i need to be impatient in these situations for things to get better and move on and progress and to and to and then also kind of what i'm thinking is there's a lot of things that have been put on hold there's a lot of planning that i've wanted to do that's been just delayed and it makes, it's really easy for me to say, well, then maybe all of those plans just need to be thrown off the path. Like maybe I shouldn't start from scratch. And I've really felt like that over the last couple of weeks. I'm like, that's, I'm done. I did, I did the first lockdown, second lockdown, like, nope. Like, okay, everything, I'm just gonna change it all. Like, forget it. And I, and I was having a conversation with a friend last night and he was reminding me of, as I was talking to her, I was reminded of all the things that I had planned back in January that <laughs> kind of, have fallen off the, the radar and for for me to kind of anchor back in and say just because those plans are delayed doesn't mean they're they're gone they're finished like and what does it look like for me to have practice patience in this sort of imposed very frustrating situation anyway bit of a ramble yeah. but i yeah but thanks yeah good good stuff courtney thank you Laura? I was just thinking about um, in James 1, 4, where it's the, you know, consider it joy when you face trials. And then it says, because, you know, the testing of your faith produces patience or perseverance, depending on your version. Um, but I was thinking, even if it's not the testing of your faith, like any kind of trials, right? And just the idea of looking at trials as an opportunity to work on our patience, um, you know, and then it goes on to say about how patience um, if we let patience, patience finish its work so we can be mature, complete, or made perfect, not lacking anything, which is what all of us would want, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and after that, it talks about if you lack wisdom, you can ask God. But I think anything, right? Like God wants us to have all the fruit of the Spirit, which would include patience, so we can ask for, for that as well. Like, And I always think about anything in the fruit of the Spirit that we're struggling with, that we already have that. We just have to take hold of it because it's offered to us through through the Holy Spirit living in us. So. But I, I was just reminded of that about, you know, we want to be complete and mature and not lacking. And part of that is, is finding patience amongst the trials. Yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah. Well, we're out of time. Let me say one final word because this got stirred up in that and in, in, in part of those last conversations. Um, I think as we manage this imposed whatever on us with the pandemic, 
Here's what I find in myself. Uh, I, I've got to take care of myself and rest or else I have no chance to be patient. <laughs> right? I mean, when I'm tired and, and when I'm worn out, uh, gosh, it's just, it's 10 times harder to be, to find patience and to practice patience. And so, uh, so I, I'm reminding myself of that and I'm reminding it of myself today because I know there's something I need to do for myself right now. And I don't really know what the thing is that I need to do. Are y'all, have, have y'all ever in that position? I, I know I need something, but I don't know what it is. And so uh, I'm I'm going to be pondering and and uh, and just trying to determine okay what what is it that I need and what is it that I I could do or not do that would help me get what I need uh, because when I'm refreshed I'm much better at managing my own life and my own reactivity. Gang, this is all so fun. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you for being here and joining the conversation. It's uh, I, I love seeing all of you and being with all of you. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope somewhere along the line, maybe uh, you practice a little patience. And uh, I'll see you next week. And we'll, we'll pick the next uh, fruit of the spirit and talk about it. For more information about Faith Walking, visit www.faithwalking.us. We want to remind you that Faith Walking exists because of your financial support. Please consider giving at faithwalking.us backslash donate. Thank you for listening.